A handful of hires have been made across the Louisville Athletics Department. We'll talk about three of those on this episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. Stay You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. For those who are not aware of who I am, I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the University of Various Sports. I want to take this time to personally thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And just a reminder, the Locked On Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. We'll start out the episode talking about Kenny Payne, adding the third assistant onto the Cardinals coaching staff. In Oregon's Josh Jamison, we will then transition over into football, where the new recruiting coordinator has been hired in John Heron. And then finally, we will wrap up the show talking about the new um, assistant coach added to Jeff Walls' staff in Shea Robinson. Um, We'll start out talking about uh, Josh Jamison, the former director of basketball operations at the uh, University of Oregon, former executive director, has spent the past 14 seasons in that role for the Ducks up in Eugene, um, has been with the program longer than that, where he served as a graduate assistant, and has been around for the quote-unquote golden age of Oregon basketball, where they have experienced an unprecedented amount of success over the past two decades. But um, for those who have been following along with how Kenny Payne operates. It seems like everything is in silence. You know, real G's move in silence like lasagna, as Lil Wayne once said. And as I've seen that phrase pop up probably 50 to 100 times over the past two to three days. Um, You know, the Danny Manning hiring was, it was very low key. We didn't necessarily know that he was going to get hired until about 30 minutes before the press conference. A lot of people thought it was going to be Milt Wagner. It didn't end up being Milt, uh, but it ended up being Danny Manning. Now, um, the question, however, then turned to, okay, who is going to be the third assistant to fill out Kenny Payne's staff on the bench? A lot of people thought, okay, well, Milt Wagner um, you know, probably is one of the front runners. You have um, some other guys, Joel Justice and and a couple other coaches across the nation. And, um, you know, there was a press conference called the day that, I think it was Wednesday, that the hire was made. All these days run together. I apologize. Um, Wednesday, the news broke early in the morning that there was going to be a press conference regarding Kenny Payne's Payne's coaching staff at 2 o'clock Eastern time. Now, then the speculation sparked, and people were, questioning whether or not it was the introduction of Director of Basketball Operations Justin Perez. Was it the um, naming of the new strength and conditioning coach? What about a player development coach? But it seemed like um, the vibes were, okay, this is low-key enough to be the third assistant on the coaching staff, and that it ended up being. Josh Jamison's name did not come out um, from the University of Louisville until seemingly, I'm talking minutes, before the press conference, like 155, you know, in that time frame, Josh Jamison uh, gets announced in a press release right before the introductory press conference. Uh, 
based upon the press conference, um, some initial reactions is that, um, you know, all three of these coaches are guys that Kenny Payne has a very um, solid personal relationship with in different ways. Obviously, Nolan Smith is almost like a, a nephew in the way that Nolan referred to him as Uncle Kenny. Um, you know, Danny Manning was like a brother to him. And um, um, Josh Jameson is is viewed in that same light as well. Josh and Kenny spent time working together at the University of Oregon during Payne's stop in Eugene, where um, he was in operations. I should say Josh Jameson was in operations. He started out as a high school coach, um, ended up going to the University of Oregon, serving as a grad assistant, and then ultimately becoming the director of basketball operations to where he was in charge of everything from scheduling to the budgets to um, expenses, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Everything that a executive director slash director of basketball operations was involved with that has kind of led little fans to question, okay, um, a guy that has not even served as an assistant coach at the collegiate level, is this the right move for the Cardinals hiring a guy who has only been a director of basketball operations? You would think if he was that bright of a college mind, then he would have eventually moved on to a better opportunity. Um, but Kenny Payne doesn't view it that way. Kenny Payne is adamant that he is one of the brightest young minds in college basketball. Um, you know, has continually in his press conference, you know, stressed the matter of you're going to see just how smart he is, not only from a logistical standpoint uh, where he got a business degree, but also, you know, on the basketball court. Um, a couple things that I found interesting um, with the uh, amendments of the NCAA rule books over the past couple seasons, the director of basketball ops have been able to work a little bit more increasingly on the court um, when other coaches aren't present and stuff like that. Um, that was very evident um, in the introduction of, you know, the coronavirus to the world to where everything shut down very quickly. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, who um, played for Oregon, now plays for the Boston Celtics, had a ton to say about Josh Jameson. And I quote, Josh is one of the closest people in my life right, out, right outside of my parents. Um, I wouldn't be in the position I am today without him having him as a person caring for me off the court as much as on the court to is what I really think made me excel in college. He's one of the biggest grinders dedicated to helping others that I've ever seen. He's definitely one of the hardest workers and caring people in my life. We talk probably every day. Luke Ridenour, um, a a 10-plus year vet in the league had this to say, I've never met anyone who works as hard as Josh does. Um, his passion and love for people and basketball will help make Louisville great. Personally, Josh has helped me along my journey in college and throughout the NBA and is someone who I lean on in life. Louisville got a great one. So, um, like I said, I think that those that are kind of concerned with this move, I'm not saying that you have to think that every hire that Kenny Payne has made is a grand slam. Um, but I do think that, you know, adding Nolan Smith onto the staff, adding Danny Manning onto the staff, um, you know, a move like Josh Jamison coming to the staff is a solid one because you have, you know, great player developers, um, solid recruiters. Josh Jamison, uh, you know, went out on record and saying that relationships are, are more of, you know, are, I'm sorry, recruiting is more of relationships than it is just the recruiting aspect in general. Mentioned that his relationships with uh, Phil Knight at Nike and some other people in the scene, um, you know, are you know going to be very happy for him in this role. So it, it spans across, um, you know, uh, brand ties, shoe ties between Nike and Adidas. 
um, you know, mentioned that he's gotten the opportunity to get close with a lot of AAU directors, high school coaches. Uh, when AAU events have come up to Portland, um, he's been able to meet a lot of people in the high school realm. So, um, I one thing that I also thought was interesting was that he mentioned that you know he was um, you know instrumental in developing game plans, practice plans, um, you know all of that good stuff for Oregon. So I do think that he's going to have some of that same role here at Louisville. It doesn't uh, it wasn't necessarily defined in terms of what his role is going to be. I think that he is going to be um, maybe necessarily um, you know leader uh, in terms of helping. I, I actually I, I take that back. I'm not saying he won't be a leader. Uh, I think he I guess the word I would use is more of a mentor to Justin Perez, um, who doesn't necessarily have a ton of experience in the director of basketball operations realm. So I could see um, you know Josh Jamison kind of uh, helping him if he needs any assistance, um, helping with the day to day. Uh, operations and stuff like that, practice schedules, um, and, and game plans as well. I think that this is where Josh Jamison is going to have a huge role in. I'm interested to see um, you know, what Kenny Payne has in terms of his vision for him. Maybe I'm just overlooking that, and, and all three uh, bench coaches are going to be instrumental in their own ways. Um, but I do think that this is a solid hire for Louisville. It was one that was kept under wraps. Uh, in the relationship between Kenny Payne and Josh Jamison ultimately proved to be the deciding factor here. Um, you know, Jamison alluded to the fact that this was a tough decision to leave Oregon, but with the relationship with Kenny Payne, with his um, preconceived uh, notion or with his preconceived, um, you know, I guess you could say feelings or, or thoughts on the University of Louisville being a collegiate blue blood. It, it was a, it was an easy decision. It was one that, um, you know, it, it's hard to really predict what's going to happen in life, but you know, you could just tell by the vibes that Jamison was extremely excited. Kenny Payne um, only had great things to say about Josh um, constantly, um, you know, crediting his brilliance uh, both on and off the court and just his overall work ethic. So I think that this is going to be a very solid hire for the University of Louisville men's basketball program. And now that the coaching staff is seemingly complete in terms of bench coaches, Nolan Smith, Danny Manning, and Josh Jamison. I am very, very fond of what Kenny Payne has done in the coaching staff. So um, there will probably be a segment here in the next week or so to where we kind of talk collectively about the coaching staff and um, what we like individually about each one. Um, but until then, we're going to transition over into the football side of things where the Louisville Cardinals and Scott Satterfield have hired a new recruiting coordinator to replace Aaron Hodges. We'll talk about who that is here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Summer is coming, and with summer, you're going to need some food on the go. Built Bars are the perfect match to taste, or I'm sorry, to take with you on family vacations. Throw them in your bags, in your kids' backpacks. Make sure that everyone has a bar so that you are fueled for your summer adventures. The best part about Built Bars, well, they're healthy and delicious. There's no more sacrificing delicious food, delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both, and it's easy. All you have to do is go to Built.com and order now. All Built Bars and Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Um, Built Bar makes sure that there is something for everyone. Know what my flavor is? Well, it is uh, salted caramel. I am absolutely a sucker for the salted caramel protein bars. Um, I think that they are amazing. Most built bars, however, contain about 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. 
You can go to Built.com to get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and many more. So do yourself a favor. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's using the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Hey, Cardinal fans, thanks again for making Locked on Louisville your first listen every day. Now, as I mentioned yesterday, begun the first um, Locked on NFL live draft coverage of the 2022 NFL draft from the studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team experts and draft gurus. Uh, Tune in all three days. The coverage will continue today as the draft team guides you through every pick and every trade in real time. It started last night and will continue through the weekend, available on Locked On NFL's YouTube page and on the Odyssey app. So transitioning over into the football realm, the recruiting coordinator position has been one that has gotten a lot of uh, publicity over the past couple of years, starting with David Cooper, um, who ultimately ended up going to Georgia, got some big-time uh, recruits to visit campus, um, you know, to show interest in the school. And then you insert Aaron Hodges into the mix, um, who ultimately left um, as well just recently, but or for a um, you know, on the field coaching role. But uh, you know, he was he was a guy that was unapologetically all Louisville on social media and was really able to capture you know Instagram and Facebook, or I'm sorry, Instagram and Twitter. Not, I don't, I'm not sure if he was on Facebook or not, but um, really was able to interact with recruits on um, you know Facebook. I keep saying Facebook. Why do I keep saying Facebook? Twitter and Instagram, um, which are big social media outlets that high school recruits utilize. Now, the new recruiting recruiting coordinator has been hired. That is John Heron or Heron. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. Um, he is the new recruiting coordinator. Clay Colvin has been elevated to recruiting coordinator for creative media. So um, a couple things uh, from the UofL press release Scott Satterfield had this to say about Heron. We are excited to have the opportunity to bolster our recruiting efforts. John did some tremendous things at Florida and has ACC experience working at Florida State. John is highly organized, knowledgeable, and is an outstanding person. We are thrilled to welcome John to our Louisville staff. Clay has done excellent work since joining our staff last season and has picked up a lot of the slack while we continue to fill the needs in our recruiting department. Um, one of the things that Scott Satterfield alluded to in the offseason in terms of making some changes was that he wanted to enhance the recruiting department. He wanted to um, uh, get a little bit more creative when it comes to the overall social media aspect of recruiting, and I think that the Cardinals have done that. Now you add a recruiting coordinator that has experience and has an SEC and ACC pedigree in terms of recruiting, I think that this is a very solid move for the University of Louisville. Has spent the past couple seasons at Florida to where he was the um, director of on-campus recruiting uh, from 2016 to 18. Most recently, the overall uh, director of recruiting, assistant director of player personnel in the past four seasons. Um, He was a guy that... From the Louisville Press release, um, and I quote, Heron organized recruiting events for prospective student-athletes and worked closely with the social media team to enhance social media outreach. Um, some of the recruits that he aided and um, you know helped sign, uh, most notably uh, Kadarius Toney, who was selected with the uh, with the Giants' first round pick in last year's draft. C.J. Henderson, Marco Willie, I'm sorry, Marco Wilson, Zach Carter, James Houston, Shaw Davis, and T.J. Slayton. Um, some other guys that um, you know were 
at the University of Florida or committed some five-star guys. You have Jason Marshall, Lorenzo Lingard, Justin Shorter, and Corey Collier. Um, he was a guy that served as the director of recruiting at Florida State and helped them get a top 20 class as well. So um, ultimately, I think that this is a solid move. It's one of those that it's kind of one of those uh, prove it uh, type of moves to where, you know, recruiting is all about results. And I think that um, I, I'm interested to see what John's social media presence looks like here at the University of Louisville. Is he going to be, um, you know, kind of falling in line with uh, how David Cooper and Aaron Hodges were, you know, very, very, um, you know, enthusiastic in terms of uh, social media recruiting, getting some, um, you know, some traffic for, you know, prospective recruits to where fans were, um, you know, interacting with, uh, you know, respective recruits on social media. I think that that's kind of where uh, recruiting has turned to in the year of 2022 to where social media has pretty much dominated society for the past however many years, and it definitely has is continuing to do so. So I think that um, – you know, having ties to the Florida area is a, um, you know, it, it's an inc- it's an extremely, um, you know, talented area, you know, across the whole Sunshine State, uh, whether it's from Central Florida around, you know, Gainesville and Tallahassee or South Florida, um, you know, Heron has shown his ability to uh, help in recruiting not only players from the from the Sunshine State, but also from outside of the state of Florida. So ultimately, it, it's going to pay off in terms of big visits. We'll talk on tomorrow's episode about the big official visit weekend, June 17th, where all hands will be on deck for the Louisville staff. But, I mean, there's not too much to really read into with this move. I think that the pedigree speaks for itself. I think that John Heron has um, helped his respective schools sign some big-time guys, um, you know, from their respective areas. I wonder if... You know, Scott Satterfield is, you know, wanting to use Heron to try to create a pipeline down to, um, you know, the Sunshine State. I know that, you know, David Cooper was a big um, contributor in helping to, you know, extend the pipeline into the state of Georgia, something that Scott Satterfield wanted to do before Cooper got on staff and definitely try to continue to do when Cooper was on staff. Uh, Aaron Hodges. Uh, more of kind of a Midwest guy, but you know, definitely was um, very enthusiastic and very vibrant in terms of his personality. A big personality on social media, especially on Twitter and on uh, Instagram, had a lot of uh, recruits interacting with him. I think that that's where we're going to have to see John Heron do kind of the same thing, and I'm very, very excited to see how that goes. Um, but overall, I, I don't want to look too much into this move. I, I'm interested to see. Um, if the Cardinals are able to get into the mix uh, for some for certain uh, recruits, um, ultimately, you know, a recruiting coordinator, it's about getting guys on campus, making sure that they have good visits, and um, it's going to be one of those things to where it's going to be hard to to really see how this is going to go until um, you know guys start coming on campus, how their visits go, and, and finding out um, things along that nature. But so far. Um, he has some big shoes to fill. Aaron Hodges um, helped put together some of the big recruiting weekends in January that saw Pierce Clarkson commit to the Cardinals. Um, so his work is definitely cut out for him in the Cardinal program. Uh, but overall, excited to have John on the staff as the recruiting coordinator. And definitely, I think that Clay Colvin has done some great work with the graphics, um, the Louisville 
um, you know, social media graphics that they send to recruits are absolutely elite. Uh, some of the ideas, some of the artwork, I think that it is second to none. I will put some of those graphics up against any other, excuse me, any other creative team across the country. So solid moves for head coach Scott Satterfield in his attempt to enhance the recruiting department overall. So, uh, but with the final segment, we're going to, um, Transition over into women's basketball, where the Louisville women's basketball team has hired a replacement for Sam Purcell in Ole Miss's Shea Robinson. We'll talk about uh, what that hire means here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Jeff Walls has hired a replacement for Sam Purcell. Sam Purcell, a huge um, you know, staple to this Louisville women's basketball community. His hire um comes in the uh, I'm sorry his replacement comes in the hire of Shea Robinson he is the new associate head coach um has has spent a couple seasons um you know at Ole Miss uh spent a couple seasons at Maryland um a couple things from Louisville's press release that I want to um to focus on here um so basically when it came to Mississippi and his role there, Shea has come in and immediately raised the level of expectations in our program with his championship experience and unique way of getting message across to our players. He will be a future head coach, but for now I am elated that he is here with us as we continue to reach higher heights. Um, that was from uh, Yolette McPhee McCoon um, this past season uh, for um, Ole Miss. Um, so Robinson it goes on to read Robinson's most notable pupil. His first season was honorable mention All-American and first-team All-SEC member Shakira Austin, who put the SEC on notice after a bombastic first year in Oxford in which he led the Rebels to a historic WNIT runner-up finish. Um, a huge, huge um, you know, part in um, helping with her development. Um, Robinson mentored SEC Freshman of the Year Madison Scott, who lived up to the hype after signing as the program's first McDonald's All-American the year prior. Scott was the first Rebel to win since uh, Armenty Price. Sorry, I read that completely wrong. Um, He spent time as an assistant coach at Maryland since 2014, um, helped them to um, get a lot of success there. They only lost 27 games in that tenure so, um, you know, very, very instrumental in that role. Um, solid recruiter. Maryland signed the number one class in 2016, number four in 2017, number three in 2019. Um, he has served um, as the assistant director and head instructor at Edge Training Facility in the state of Florida. Uh, been instrumental in helping with um, daily basketball operations for those trying to get to the NBA and the European League. So he has a, um, you know, a history outside of just coaching. So it's been more of in the player aspect or player development aspect of it as well. And he uh, is a member of the Air Force. Uh, served more than eight years on active duty in the Air Force. Um, went on numerous tours. Um, overall, you know, received various medals in the early 2000s. 
and then got his college degree at the University of Central Florida. Um, so overall, there are a lot of impressive things about um, Shea Robinson. I think uh, one thing is his trajectory in the coaching ranks. He helped Maryland uh, to a very, very solid tenure um, in that six-year span. Angel Reese, a player that is still in the transfer portal, rated uh, perhaps the best available transfer, maybe the best overall transfer in the portal as we speak. Um, she is in the transfer portal, the six foot three forward who would go a long way in helping the Cardinals try to chase a national championship next season. With her being in the portal, you have to wonder, does this mean that the Cardinals will ultimately um, you know, try to get involved in her recruitment? I would assume that that uh, would be the case. Um, overall, I, I really do think that this is – I'm sorry, I'm trying to type something into my computer, and it really is just not uh, working. So I do apologize in that realm. Um but overall, I, I do like this move for Wolfville. I think that from a recruiting aspect of it, he brings um, a solid recruiting pedigree, um, has helped, you know, we, we, we saw, uh, helped recruit uh, Angel Reese, who was the number two player in the 2020, I'm sorry, the 2019 class. Solid in player development, um, you know, from player development, recruiting, also in, helping in day-to-day operations. I think that this is a solid hire as the associate head coach uh, under Jeff Walls. He has... Uh, experience at successful programs. Um, you know, spent time with Maryland, spent time in the SEC at Mississippi down in Oxford. So overall, I, I'm a big fan of this hire. I do think that, um, you know, re- replacing Sam Purcell and his energy is not something that, um, you know, is going to be easy. He's a guy that, um, you know, has really been instrumental in, in some of the success that Louisville has had over the past, you know, 10 seasons or so, or however long that Sam Purcell has been um, here at Louisville. And Sam Purcell's energy on social media is something that Cardinal fans will miss as well. Well, Shay Robinson, day one on the job, tweeted out, day one with the squad, so excited and grateful for the opportunity with Coach Jeff Walls and Louisville men's basketball. Go time, let's work, throw your L's up. So um, I'm very, very excited um, for what he is able to bring to the table. Definitely a uh, one of the bright, um, you know, college minds in the uh, women's basketball coaching realm, and um, I, I do think that this is going to be an instance to where, you know, sooner rather than later, we may end up seeing Shea Robinson as a head coach at his own basketball program here um, in the next couple of seasons. That's how good of a hire this is from recruiting, from an overall um, coaching and development aspect. I'm interested to see what Jeff Walls has uh, his responsibility set at. Uh, maybe maybe I kind of look too much into that. Maybe, you know, the coaching staff shares the responsibilities and there's not necessarily a set, um, you know, responsibility. Um, but I do have my eye on the um, transfer portal because the Cardinals are still involved in the transfer portal. Angel Reese is a player at a position of need that would, uh, you know, add a you know very, very strong option at the four for the Cardinals. Do Louisville, or I'm sorry, do Louisville, does Louisville, um, you know, gain any favor in Angel Reese's recruitment with the addition of Shea Robinson? That is still yet to be determined. I'm interested to see um, how uh, his recruiting efforts are going to go if the Cardinals are able to get into any, um, you know, new recruitments that they weren't maybe necessarily able to get into in the past. But with the addition of Shea Robinson, maybe it's a little bit 
uh, of a different story, kind of like what John Heron does, um, you know, his hire, you know, change the recruitment of a certain prospect. Well, that is yet to be seen. But overall, I, I like this move as I like all of the moves. I, I think that, um, uh, you know, the hire of, of Josh Jamison is a very, very solid one. I think the hire of John Heron and Clay Colvin are, are great for the Louisville football program. And I love the hire for Shea Robinson as the as the associate head coach for the Louisville women's basketball team. Thanks again for making Locked on Louisville your first listen every day. As I mentioned, there are going to be two episodes each day, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, the other episode today will uh, be all about NFL draft talk for Cardinals that are looking to hear their names called in the NFL draft this weekend. If not, um, you know, still chasing their professional dreams. So we'll talk about Quinterio Cole, CJ Avery, and all of the other Cardinals that um, are looking to, um, you know, achieve their goals by uh, getting drafted into the NFL this upcoming weekend. Um, but hey, that is going to. Basically wrap up this um, first Friday edition of the show. Thanks to everyone that is sharing, listening, subscribing, rating the podcast on whatever streaming services that they are utilizing. I appreciate it a ton. As I mentioned, we're up to 273 subscri- or 272 subscribers. Um, when we get to 300, I will have a contest where a fan of the show will be able to come on to the virtual studio and um, be able to be my co-host for an episode. And we will talk about three topics of their choice. As I mentioned, uh, be sure to check out the social media platforms when we do get 300 subscribers. Um, at Dpence is my personal Twitter. At LO Louisville is the um, podcast Twitter page. Um, check that out. Um, all of that good stuff. If you have any content ideas, definitely be sure to reach out to me on Twitter. My DMs are open for everyone, regardless if I follow or not. Um, so be sure to reach out to me. Um, I do want to apologize for the kind of sporadic, um, you know, programming schedule. Things have been a little hectic this month. I do apologize. Next month, things will look to um, get back to normal. It'll be more of a Monday through Friday, um, you know, uh, programming schedule. Um, but as of right now, I understand that there's multiple episodes a day and sometimes not every day of the week. So I do apologize in that realm. But hey, that's going to wrap up this first edition on this Friday episode of the show. Everyone have a great day and be sure to check out the bonus content.